0: Coming up on today's federal newscast, we hear about how hard the government shutdown was on contractors. A bill in the Senate would force agencies to provide more clarifications for new regulations. And Congress gets some suggestions on how to better handle whistleblowers. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal contractors say they're still recovering from the most recent government shutdown. Some still had unpaid invoices as of two weeks ago, according to the Professional Services Council. Lydos says it lost $14 million in revenue because of the shutdown, and it impacted nearly 1,000 employees at the company. Another small business tells the House Oversight and Reform Government Operations Subcommittee it came within days of declaring bankruptcy. President Trump's nominee to be the next director of the Office of Personnel Management sales through her Senate nomination hearing. Dale Cabanas says she'll have to share more details with Congress about the proposed OPM reorganization because much of it will require legislative action. She also says she wants to focus on hiring young talent to the federal workforce and conduct a bottom-up review of the retirement processing system. The 28 federal executive boards across the country had an especially productive fiscal 2018. OPM says FEBs trained over 31,000 federal employees last year, saving agencies nearly $10 million. Eight FEBs worked with the Office of Management and Budget to enroll talented GS-13s through 15s in an interagency rotational program. The General Services Administration's Federal Acquisition Service kicked off its annual customer survey earlier this month. FAS plans to use the data to see how it's meeting industry and agency customer needs. Last year, FAS received more than 13,000 responses. In the meantime, GSA says it's making some changes based on responses, including reducing or eliminating minimum order quantities and making it easier for vendors to upload changes to their catalogs on GSA Advantage. Senators James Lankford and Kirsten Sinema plan to introduce a regulatory reform bill in the coming days. The Setting Manageable Analysis Requirements in Text, or SMART Act, would require agencies to give advance notice for rules costing more than $100 million annually. Agencies would also have to outline the problems their proposed rules would solve and set metrics for how those rules would measure success. The IRS will be hanging the Help Wanted sign out for a new chief information officer. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. Gina Garza, the current CIO of the tax agency, is retiring on May 31st after more than 34 years of federal service, including the last three as the lead technology executive. Nancy Seeger, the IRS deputy CIO for filing season and tax reform, will replace Garza on an interim basis. An IRS spokeswoman confirmed to Federal News Network Garza's decision to retire and Seeger's interim appointment. Garza began her IRS career in 1984 as a GS-3 mail clerk. She moved into IT in 1987 and ascended up the executive career ladder. I'm Jason Miller. Lieutenant General Marshall Webb is selected as the leader of Air Education and Training Command. Under that position, he'll be responsible for the recruitment, instruction, and education of airmen. Webb currently serves as the top official at Air Force Special Operations Command. He takes over for Lieutenant General Stephen Quast. A new plan from the Air Force looks to improve its on-base privatized housing. The outline includes five major lines of effort and 27 initiatives to correct issues service-wide. Further details on the plan have not yet been released. The Air Force began looking at its privatized housing after reports of mold, mice, and lead paint. The Pentagon's inspector general is opening a new investigation into housing conditions on military bases. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. The IG's announcement says it will look specifically at Fort Gordon, Georgia, Naval Station Mayport, Florida, and Joint Base Anacostia Bowling in Washington, D.C. Auditors say they're following up on previous housing inspections in 2015 that found hundreds of deficiencies ranging from inadequate fire protection to mold and electrical problems. Besides examining whether those specific problems have been addressed, the IG is asking if the military services have improved their oversight of housing providers. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. With the Merit Systems Protection Board still without any members, two congressmen want to make sure agency whistleblowers are still protected. Representatives Elijah Cummings and Jerry Connolly introduce a bill to give MSPB's general counsel the power to stay personnel decisions made by agency leadership for as long as the board remains without any members. President Trump nominated his third pick for the MSPB last week. And what are best practices for Congress when dealing with federal whistleblowers? The Government Accountability Office has some answers. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. While not calling them recommendations, GAO lists key practices for Hill staff. Ideas include developing a solid system to document and track whistleblower complaints with written procedures. Also, building good communications and rapport, offering whistleblowers referral options and realistic expectations. The report, aided by the Office of Special Counsel and the Inspector's General Counsel, was ordered up by the House Appropriations Committee. I'm Tom Tamman You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.